This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Focus Week is proudly brought to you by Telcom, celebrating phenomenal women who are making a meaningful contribution in technology. And we have indeed been celebrating phenomenal women, uh, the 10th of the phenomenal women that we are celebrating um, this uh, women uh, this uh, morning. Um, also, of course, are playing in the tech space. Of course, they, the Telcom embarked uh, um, on this uh, campaign uh, to unlock the power of women um, through digital or who, women who unlock their power through digital Phenomenal 10 is a selection of women in the tech sector that represent the best of what women can become uh, despite uh, um, mammoth challenges. Uh, Guided by the company's ethos, leaving no one behind in a digitally connected world, Telcom is taking taking the proactive step to acknowledge the struggles of and successes of remarkable women. Let us say good morning to our latest um, phenomenal woman. Uh, Last but not least, the Emma Seidler, good morning to you and thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to speak to you. Well, well, well. I mean, what a pleasant surprise. It would have been, I'm sure it was even more pleasant surprise for you. I'm thinking like, well, Emma Seidler has been around for the longest time and somebody finally noticed that she's a phenomenal woman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know how to make a woman feel good early on <laughs> Well, congratulations on making the cut to this list. Um, you know, we've been speaking to um, all sorts of other phenomenal women, or nine other phenomenal women, but their entry into the tech is, uh, I would suspect, very different from yours. Let's just talk about, I mean, you're a, you, you are a lawyer by training, so... Well, I don't think there's many careers that could be further removed from tech. Uh, absolutely. So my background is law. I have been in law, specifically media law, since I started my career. Mm. And I think that the, the transition to the online world for me was such a natural step. step. Um, but that really is what I do now. I've got a company called The Digital Law Company, and I deal with everything to do with particularly social media and the law, Although I have to tell you, we're having more and more forays into the sort of chat GPT, uh, image-based violence, uh, deep fake stuff. And it's, I think, really this intersection between law and tech, um, which has become my niche. Mm, absolutely. That indeed is a niche. And, uh, because I think it is something that even the lawmakers are grappling with today, because we have got so many... Um, I suppose one would describe them as holes in terms of the law, in terms of controlling most of these things that were never there five years ago. Mm, Absolutely. So I think that it is a worldwide phenomenon that the law has to play catch up. Um, I think that so, so there's really two parts. The one part is the law playing catch up and quickly making laws and legislation to deal with the new tech challenges. And the other is trying to work out how do we enforce and impose these laws that have existed for a hundred years to this new world. Um, So particularly when it comes to publication laws, so for example, Mm. defamation, how do we apply this law, which has been around for a very long time, 
to this new way that we communicate, mm. which couldn't have even been foreseen by the founders of our constitution, mm. even as young as, as wonderful as our constitution is. Uh, you know, Titi, I actually wrote an opinion last week where I wrote a 40-page opinion just on the law of emoji. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I mean, because, it, because it's all just about changing the way we communicate. Now, laws have uh, governed the way we communicate, for a, a, a very long time, mm. it's the way that that we communicate that is changing, and the laws very often are staying the same. So how do we deal with that is one of my most interesting questions. As you say, you arrived at a point where you're now, as you say, specializing um, in, you know, this is a niche area that you find now in terms of the tech space. How? What made you, I mean, initially your entry point was via media law. Um, why was that an area of particular interest? Was there a specific opportunity that you saw there? So I think it was one of the luckiest moments of my life, becoming uh, a member of the media law team uh, at the law firm where I started my career. And, and that really was just absolute luck. Um, and I loved it from the from the get go. I think it's one of the most interesting, one of the most glamorous areas of law. Mm. Um, I really liked, you know, when I started out in my career. I loved that I knew what tomorrow's newspapers said before everybody else. <laughs> um, of course, that's changed dramatically because now we don't have to wait for tomorrow's newspapers. We take out our phone and we post it on X or on Facebook or on Instagram or on TikTok. And and so so you know, it really for me is a lot. Uh, been a, it's just been a lot about keeping up with the changes, mm. keeping up with the new apps, the new laws, um, the new cases, how the apps work, you know, staying mm. on top of the, the, the technological changes. Mm. You know, a, a silly thing like, like a, a WhatsApp, uh, the group admin of a WhatsApp group, suddenly being able to delete other people's messages changes that platform entirely from a legal point of view. And so, so it's spending a lot of time keeping my finger kind of on the pulse, <laughs> which is, is fun because I'm nosy and I like to know what's yeah. going on and I like to, you know, get all the gossip, get all the tea from all the social media pages. Um, and, and there's been some very interesting moments, I think, in the last uh, 10 years. You know, I'm thinking of South Africa's hashtag me too, hashtag am I next moment. The extent to which we use social right. media for naming and shaming to hold yeah. people accountable. You know, if, for me, it's... it's we don't know what's coming next week. You know, we don't mm. know which apps are going to exist. We don't know what uh, technology is going to exist. So sure. a lot of it is so, just staying with the time. So now, just finally, you know, in terms of, I mean, of course, this campaign uh, that the telecom has embarked on is um, to highlight their te- uh, you know, careers in the tech space and, of course, women who are achieving in in the tech space. I wonder, in your in, in the way that you are dealing with it in terms of this branch of the law, uh, what are you finding out there in terms of the level of interest or even getting young, whether it be men or women for that matter, um, who are interested in the law to maybe look into this as an area of speciality? Yeah, and, and it's just one of my most asked questions because I speak at a school just about every single day. Mm. And the kids come to me afterwards and they say, but man, how did you know you wanted to be a social media lawyer? And I have to say, with the straightest face I can muster, you know, that social media didn't exist even when I was at university. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so Giving I, away your age there. Exactly. And I've been, um, I've been giving these talks now for a long time, these educational talks. And I've got now uh, the experience where a lot of people are coming and, and sending me their CVs in their final year of law school to say, you inspired us 
to go into this area. Um, we remember your talk. You know, so a lot of what I do is translating quite complicated legal principles into digestible snippets that even primary school kids can understand. Mm. And I think making the law accessible is one of the most wonderful things about my job and one of the most wonderful things about social media, Mm. you know, live tweeting from courtrooms, for example. Um, And so I think when people uh, understand what I do, um, they do often think, well, this would be a pretty awesome career. Although, as I say, (laughs) they'd have to be totally uh, on top of things because by the time they finish university, the whole landscape would have changed. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Emma, for talking to us. And uh, congratulations again on making on this a recognition that uh, you've been given for the work that you've been doing. I appreciate you coming on as Thank you, and thank you to Telcom for this wonderful honor. Emma Seidler is the CEO of Digital Law Company, and she is an expert in a niche area of law. Power Focus Week was proudly brought to you by Telcom, celebrating phenomenal women who are making a meaningful contribution in technology. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.